Welcome to Marriage, Let's Talk, hosted by legendary worldwide marriage encounter leader, Father Rosie Roseboro, featuring Catholic married couples from around the world who demonstrate healthy communication for building better marriages. And now, here's Father Rosie. Hi, Father Rosie here. I'm glad you could join us today. This podcast is not talking about marriage, It is where we're going to share how to create a better marriage through communicating feelings in authentic ways. I will introduce a couple who will share a reflection on their feelings about a topic or an event in their life. They have written love letters to each other, describing their feelings in various ways. Then they will pick one of their feelings, attempting to try to experience the other person's feelings. Going back and forth is what we call dialogue. Sharing one's feelings and exploring them is one of the most intimate ways to communicate with your love with one another. Tonight we have Juan and Connie Meta, and they are going to share their love relationship and something about themselves. Then they'll share their letters and their dialogue. Sure. Uh, so hello, my name is Juan Meta. I am from Bolivia, South America. I been here in the US now since 2001. So 22 years. Um, how we met, um, we I guess it was God's plan. Um, we um ended up in the same city in Michigan. I was uh, on a rotation, uh, training rotation with my company, and they sent me to Lansing, Michigan. And Connie has just came back. Yeah, in the center. This is is Michigan and Lansing is like right (laughs) in the middle. (laughs) Yes, Uh, that's a Michigan thing. They always do that. And, (laughs) And uh, Connie was coming back from an uh, expat assignment in Mexico, and uh, we coincided. We uh, we were neighbors. Um, we had a, a Christmas party at the apartment complex, and that's where I I I, I met her for the first time. But then it took. A long time until she would pay attention to me. <laughs> um, I try a few times, but um, I guess she was very busy or something, or we just never, you know, click. Uh, but then one time, um, I told her that I I did uh, youth ministry and uh, that I work with youth. It's something that I I've done before, even uh, in my country and then in Honduras where I did my, got my initial degree there. And um, I think one time she needed help to move some things and she thought about me <laughs> and uh, she needed some help. So I brought, I, I brought some of the, the young youth, people, yeah. young people to help us. And, and then we just uh, discovered that we have a lot of things in common. Uh, we happened to go to the same church, Cristo Rey in Lansing. Um, we're both bilingual, but uh, we 
prefer to pray in Spanish. Um, and um, we learned that we both were seeking, you know, for each other in some fashion. And um, yeah, after a while we started dating and um, uh, that was 2000, I want to say six. And seven. And, and seven. Through seven. Yeah. yeah. And we got married in uh, 2008. 2008. Yeah. But maybe so, you want to add something, maybe. Well, yeah. My version is, yeah, I was, <laughs> I was, I was raised, I was born in the United States in Oklahoma, um, but really raised in, in Michigan. Um, I come from a migrant family. We, we lived in uh, migrants uh, stream and camps until I was seven. And my parents settled um, in Michigan, even though they themselves were born in Texas. Um, but that was our lifestyle. And um, I was working in, um, I had studied and I and I was working, like Juan was saying in Mexico, I, I wanted to learn more about my Mexican heritage. And I, um, when I came back, it, it was like, God put us together in Lansing, even though that is not my hometown. And um, we got to know each other um, because because we went to this to the same church. We he invited me to be uh, counselors with for the youth together, and it was funny because we always prayed for the youth, but then the the other counselors prayed for each one of us, like what's in our heart. And I was always praying, almost mad with God, like why don't you send me somebody like Juan? And I, I just did not understand that. And that went on for like a year until we would go to retreats together, you know, to be better leaders and everything. And it dawned on me, it took a year to say it's one the whole time. Um, and ever, ever since then, um, you know, we, we got, we got married and then, um, his company moved him to Minnesota and, um, so we lived there for nine years and then, um, one more, one more, um, move and we ended up in St. Louis. So that's where we're calling in from now. And so we've been together, uh, and married for 15 years. Yeah. Okay. And we did the, the encounter earlier this year into 2023 um I think it was the last days of January or the beginning of February and um, that's where we met Father Rosie as well. well. Thank you very much and now we'll let you maybe share your love letters and then your dialogue back and forth and then we'll get back again afterwards okay? Yeah um and and I think they want you to do this like every day and then we just started a certain cadence and then we started picking, you know, themes. And now just that was January. And then we were doing it as we can. And now it was May. What we what we selected in May, and what we do is we um we get a cup of coffee, we sit in the living room, and we we were given a candle and we say a prayer to invoke the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes the discussions are like, hey, what did you mean by that? Or, <laughs> but it's like, we, we know that it's, um, it, that if we invoke the Holy Spirit, we will 
um, protect each other. And so we had gone some months with um, talking about things, you know, like things that irk us first, you know, like cholesterol and driving and a few things. Um, but now it's May. We've we've got a few of these dialogues under our belt. And um, like Juan says, his mom is in Bolivia and, and my mom is in Michigan. And I wanted to write him a letter about how I appreciate um, that God made me wait for a person like him that values family. So it's almost like a letter of appreciation. It wasn't something that irks me, but we we both thought that this was really special. Um, so we dedicated all the dialogues in May. I'll just read one though, um, which was really April 30. <laughs> um, but US Mother's Day was the 14th, I believe, and Bolivia Mother's Day is in May of um, the day is tw the 27th. Um, so I said, uh, dearest one, I feel sublime, tenderness um, to pick the topic of moms for May. Um, I feel that when you remind me to talk to my mom, that's very special to me. Calling moms gives me certain sweetness in our hearts. Always have some type of clarity of their or my parents' daily routines. And then we reflect on it. It may seem like a lazy thing to hang out with mom when we are there in the mini office in the living room. And I see Jeopardy with my mom with a lot of snacks. And that's what we do every day of the vacation. I appreciate our holidays at Christmas time too including being with family and mom, especially on her birthday, because hers is December 23. It's difficult when she uh, no longer wants gifts. She just wants us to be there. May is the epitome of spring for me. Flowers, bunnies, tulips, and all those things that are special to mom and me. I'm glad we chose this topic because it keeps us in grace and a lot of our grace comes from our moms. May we as a couple honor our moms all of the month of May. I love you and Breezy B, our dog. And I decorated this because I'm I'm actually raised in Holland, Michigan. There's always tulips in May. Um, and I appreciate that Juan prays with me always about parents health um and as he was uh, um he i wrote in in the um margins that we are seeing seeing both of our parents slowing down together and that's a tenderness that we need to walk together and we motivate them just by living their daily life and i, I love that our marriage is bringing them joy Yeah, um, so my letter is, Dear Connie, this month of May is dedicated to our mothers and to you, the mother of our house. I'm thankful about how you dedicate a lot of time to keep our home in grace with God. 
You always remind me and remind our families to keep God at the center of our lives. It feels peaceful and joyful, like seeing a sunset in the big lake. Our mothers gave us a lot. They sacrificed a lot for us. And now it's our turn to give back to them. I love how you call your mom every day and always find something to talk about. At this stage in our lives, spending quality time with our mothers is something that we will cherish forever. My mother is slowing down. She shared with me that she doesn't feel strong anymore. But recently, she picked a new hobby, baking and selling bread. I think it's too much work, but she likes it. I think that's something that maybe we could do for them is helping with their hobbies. I also see my mom willing to deepen her spirituality, and I love to do something with her in that area. I know that I ask a lot of you making those long trips to Bolivia, but I'm thankful that you try to make the best of them. I know sometimes I don't have the best attitude traveling to Michigan too often, but I want you to know that in the future, we will cherish those moments. I'm thankful that we have our mothers. We are so blessed and I'm thankful to have you. Love, Juan. Yeah, and, and part of what we do then is it, on the original date, I'm taking notes as he's reading them to me. And and, and again, um, I, I'm just so thankful in, to be in a marriage and this, and this is why I know now why God wanted me to wait for um I think that's a difference between just being married and and um and being married to a in a Christian unity and going to the classes that we needed to um we needed to bring some things out um, what that means then is, um, I, I know Juan's the head of the household, but, but I love that God governs both of us. And, um, and so I don't have to worry about, oh, we're going to your mother's again. We just came back last weekend too. And that means us driving over there. Um, and um, it's, it's a lot of sitting around and, and visiting <laughs> Um, but that's really all our vacations. And I'm glad that he understands that. And so that there's like a mutual, um, understanding. Um, and then some things, some things come to mind, um, as we, as we talk and, and sometimes what we do is we, we, we take out a topical Bible to say, what does the Bible say about um, honoring your parents or being married, you know, we're no longer, you know, we have to separate from our family, but how do we balance that out? So we don't stress one another out. So I don't know what other comments you have. <laughs> no, um, it's, um, it's, 
as you probably maybe some people know that when you leave your home it's 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 not easy right you um you you trade off family time and i feel very grateful um that we see that the same and that we um we 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 prefer to go to michigan or to bolivia rather than going to some fancy place um it's something that we both agree and uh, we know that is it god wants us to do that and and um yeah but think, it's you know it's it's been 15 years and it hasn't been you know i'll use the word rosy all the time like at the beginning the trips were what I would go to Bolivia and like, where are we going? What are we doing? I just felt really yanked. And my body was like from high altitude to low altitude. We were just doing all these things that even though he wanted me to recognize, it was really like these trips were really draining. And we've find we, we've, we have found how to, um, make some of these family trips um, harmonious and enjoy the rest of the family. I'm like, hey, what about just, <laughs> you know, his family doesn't sit in a room and just watch Jeopardy. They actually want to go out and do excursions and everything. And and it's kind of like the opposite. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, it, it hasn't been always rosy because then I don't I don't know how you felt like at the beginning is like, hey, shouldn't we be doing something else or let's take them out to do something. But my family is completely content with being home and eating and watching Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, no, I um I understand. I, I enjoy talking to your dad. It's probably my favorite part. Um he is so uh, skillful. He can do everything. So I learned something. Um, and that's my family here, right? So like, we can only go to Bolivia once a year or sometimes not even that. And um, um, so Eva and Luciano are my family here, right? And they, they're very open to me. Um, um, I feel very lucky to, to have them. So... Uh, I'm very happy. I'm very, like I said, I'm very, feel very thankful that we at least have them. I know uh, it's going to be very hard. They, they've been amazing parents. But right now, what we can do is honor them, spend time with them, be there when we can. And I'm, I'm very thankful that we both um, found ways to to do it and to be um, to make the most of it. It's not always perfect. We sometimes, you know, it's not easy, but we, after 15 years, we found a way, I think. And um, and uh, being in St. Louis is much easier, just seven hours. Uh, in Minnesota, it was 12 hours. So uh, that's been one of the nice changes of being here. Well, thank you. I got a couple of questions for you. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Now you talk about your, your gift of your mothers and you tried to find a blend of personalities and different 
types of uh, what excites your parents, Connie, is just have you there. Right. Period. Right. And so, you know, what couple of words would describe your feeling when you went with your parents? What kind of what couple words, two, two or three words kind of jump out at you? Feeling words. I wrote down that I feel sublime just sublime. to be together, but there, but there's kind of like a masking because we both know they are slowing down. Okay. What's, what's, even though his is adventure and ours is just hanging out, what's masking underneath and he knows, we have grown to know this, to see our parents failing, it, it's this angst when we go, and he knows that I have that. And so he is extra patient. So I don't know what to, to, what to call that thing where we're faking this motivation, like, hi, mom and dad, and they're like, they're... Sometimes they're in walkers and sometimes they get better. And and this time they're energized and he helps me. Um, yeah. it's is this feeling that, is this feeling despairing feeling. Yeah, maybe that's the feeling, right? It's it's a mix of joy and thankfulness, but sometimes you do feel despair. It's so so um um humbling. And, and we figured, you know, we always try to reflect and how, what can we do? What should be our role, right? So, yeah, so it's almost like your sublime is a glow because you just want to belong to them and you're, you're glowing and you're smiling. And also you have underneath at time you said masking, but it's a real mask. It's not just a, a, a hiding something. It's rather there's other feelings with it. There's the, the acceptance of they're getting older. They don't want to move out to adventure someday. Have their walkers and they just custom. They just want you. They want to be pleasant to you. It's like a baby doesn't want to be held. A baby wants to, you know, your parents want to rock them. And the kids going all kinds of, you know, axes back and forth trying to get loose. Uh, and yet you say, but they want, they want to just be held and loved in that way. And yet you mentioned also that when you go to see Juan's uh, uh, parents, you got yanked around like, oh my gosh, what's going on? You know, how do we, they want to be entertained and they want to do excursions. They want to discover stuff with you, discover things with you. It makes Juan feel pretty powerful, but it's a whole different experience. Yeah. You know, it's, like, it's like a contrast between the two. Right. It's not only one. They The rest of the family wants to show me around. <laughs> And it's like, really, it's, I'm fine. Just <laughs> and, um, and part of the despair and, and, and you can't mask this when we go there, um, the embraces are always extremely tearful and they always give us coats and some tea for the acclimation of the altitude but it is a sacrifice of not seeing them very often. Mm -hmm. And then 
then both both of our goodbyes it, it's 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 this thing like this fleeting feeling and you don't want to say it it's like uh, I'll see you again I'm coming in November masked like oh my gosh I hope this is not the last time you know what I mean <laughs> and even more so with one so the first time we went there um, there was a person that that was a friend at our church, and and then he said, "You're marrying somebody from Bolivia. You're not going to believe the the heart of the people that I've met. I hope that your husband and his family and and they showed me so much love when when we said goodbye after the first, um, you know, because I met his his parents at the wedding." <laughs> And then the rest of the family on a trip. And when I when we were heading back, I was crying out loud because I couldn't believe how much love and how much I was going to miss them afterwards. We hadn't even taken off yet. And I was crying out loud in my seat. Yeah. And and Juan was like, I don't think he'd ever saw a woman cry so much next to him. And it was his wife. Mm. <laughs> You know, every every airport farewell is hard. It's very hard, and you don't want you want to be strong because you don't want them to feel any pain. You want to enjoy the moment, right? Um, and that's the reality. That's the reality. Uh, despite that, like I said, I try to stay um, focused on what we can do, and. I'm just happy to have them in any shape, but it's the quality time. That's what we 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 want to do with them. And same thing with my parents; they are slowing down too. Uh, my mom is the rock of our family. You know, so she's a such a hard worker, working woman. But um, um, yeah, we'll um, we continue uh, having them present. We pray for them all the time. I know they pray for us. And we, we wanted to make that part of the important thing about being married so that if he only knew how much, how many times or how often I want to go home, he doesn't, he never thinks it's ridiculous. And, um, it, it talk about the ultimate masking is always, whether we're in Michigan or we, it's very difficult to, to say goodbye. And, um, but we, we hold each other almost afterward, just kind of faking it like, okay, um, wh what are we going to do? It's, it's like, we realize this is, we need each other because at the beginning I, I was almost mad at him. I was like, well, huh, what, why can't we live in Michigan? And that always and he says, why can't we live in Bolivia for a while? You know, a certain amount of months of the year. And maybe that'll happen in the next, when it, when we're closer to the next evolution of us or the the retirement phase or whatever you want to call it, evolving um, the, what do you call it? The careers. Well, thank you very, very much for both of you. And uh, have a great night. And I love you. Hasta luego. Adios. Adios. <laughs>
I'm so grateful for the guests we had today who shared willingly themselves in their dialogue. And thank you for joining us. I look forward to the next episode when I join you again once more. This has been Marriage Let's Talk, sponsored by Worldwide Marriage Encounter, the foremost faith-inspired marriage enrichment organization in the world, providing married couples with transformative experiences through couples retreats, small groups, and more. Learn to nurture love in your marriage at wwme.org. Marriage Let's Talk is a production of Mater Media, the apostolate that offers the Celebrate Catholic Marriage Experience to energize and fortify married couples through parish events and the seven-step journey to joy. Find out more at matermedia.org.